Welcome to the Family Mission Podcast. We're here, your hosts, the Spellman family, Mark, Kimberly, Sam, and Dan. Hello. <laughs> so glad that you have joined us today. Sam's sitting over like a cool cucumber. <laughs> Smooth. Yeah, no, we're, we're really happy you joined us here today. And each week it's a joy to just share this time with you, to just come together around the Word of God and just have a conversation. And we pray that our conversations will spark and even encourage your conversation with the Holy Spirit, with the Lord, with the Holy Spirit, and with, you, with each other, family and friends. Yes. And we're going to get back right into a discussion that we've kind of had the last several weeks, and we'll probably have one or two more um, here, but we have been talking about something that the Lord spoke to us at the beginning of the year, and um, end of last year, beginning of this year, and He was just really speaking about advantage. Amen. And that we hold advantage. That's right. The advantage. We have the true advantage. We have the um, agape advantage. Agape advantage. And and you know, um, with that, there's several different um, attributes of love mm-hmm. and facets of love. And we have in these um, last few weeks. If you haven't listened, I encourage you go back, find the the beginning one. Um, they're labeled really good and. Listen to this whole entire um, discussion that we have been um, discussing because we have gone into just really the the facet of love that is the protection. Amen. Of love, love protects. Love protects. Yep. This is like part something of forty eight <laughs> parts. You know, we could, and I say that a little facetiously because you can just go. Mm-hmm. You know, this truth. Mm-hmm. You know, can be looked at from so many different angles. It can be seen from so many different aspects, but it's important that we allow it to stand. Mm-hmm. We allow the protective element of love that that's an aspect, you know, that's that's got to be able to stand. We can't just allow anything through. We talked about um, the last time about what we allow into our thoughts. Mm-hmm. You know, we got to have a, a security on what we're allowing, what we're thinking about, because we have to protect. Because Jesus said, you know, if you love your neighbor as you love yourself, so if what's coming into you isn't mm-hmm, love, mm-hmm. if what's growing in your heart and in your soul is not love, then your neighbor is not going to have any love because you ain't going to be able to <laughs> give them love. You're going to give them whatever else is growing in your heart. And scripture that, that comes to, to my heart right now is that um, the scripture that says, guard your heart for out of it. Yeah. And it, and it says, guard your heart with all diligence. Yeah. Proverbs chapter 4. Guard your heart with all diligence. Mm-hmm. For out of it flow the, the issues, issues of, of life. life. Amen. So, so when we're talking about love protects, love guards. Mm-hmm. Love guards. And if we're smart and, and if we're really walking in the presence, dwelling in the presence of the Lord, then it would be behooving for us to guard our hearts Mm -hmm. in every way possible. That's right. 
In every and, way possible. And we did. We spent quite a bit of time talking about, you know, how you guard your heart, you guard your thoughts, you guard your mind in the last episode. And again, we do encourage you to go back and, and catch that if you missed that conversation. But today, we want to pick up again just a few more thoughts out of Psalm 91. But there's nothing better than the pure, unadulterated Word of God. So we're going to we're just going to read Psalm ninety one to you. Let the Lord minister to you through the Word of God. So just open your heart to receive as we begin. We're just going to read it to you and minister it to you as a family. As a family. <laughs> okay. Um, let me get back to the ESV. I was in the Amplified Classic here. Okay. So here's Psalm ninety one, verse one. He who dwells in the shelter of the Most High will abide in the shadow. Of the Almighty, I will say to the Lord, my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. Amen. For he will deliver you from the snare of the fowler and from the deadly pestilence. He will cover you with his pinions and under his wings you will find refuge. His faithfulness Mm. is a shield and a buckler. You will not fear the terror of the night, nor of the arrow that flies by day, nor the pestilence that stalks in darkness, nor the destruction that wastes at noonday. A thousand may fall at your side, ten thousand at your right hand, but it will not come near you. And only with your eyes will you look and see the recompense of the wicked. Because you have made the Lord your dwelling place, the Most High, who is my refuge. No evil shall be allowed to befall you, no plague come near your tent. For he will command his angels concerning you to guard you in all your ways. On their hands they will bear you up, lest you strike your foot against a stone. You will tread on the lion and the otter, the young lion and the serpent you will trample underfoot. Because he holds fast to me in love, I will deliver him. I will protect him because he knows my name. When he calls to me, I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble, and I will rescue him and honor him. With long life, I will satisfy him and show him my salvation. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. What a promise. What a promise. And you know, we don't just have faith in the promise, we have faith in the promisor. That's right. You know, mm-hmm. like what the Apostle Paul says and when he wrote to Timothy, he says, you know, he talked about all the things that were coming against him. He said, but I've, I've given it all to the Lord. And he said, because I know in whom I believe. He didn't say, I know what I believe. He said, I know in whom I have believed. And so as we talk about these wonderful, wonderful promises, you know, this is really about trusting the promiser. Yes. The one who makes this yes. promise. About the him. one, <laughs> you know, we're trusting him. We're trusting in the relationship we have with him through the blood of Jesus Christ and through the person of the Holy Spirit. And so something that really stood out to me, let's talk just a bit about, is in verse 7. And I think it's important because sometimes we can think, Because something happens to someone else, and maybe we esteem that person, we looked up to them, and maybe something happened, and we think, oh my goodness, well, if they're facing that, then what hope is there to me? You know what I'm saying? But look what it says in verse 7. Even if a thousand fall at your side, 
and then 10,000. So it goes from 1,000 to 10,000. 10, I mean, that's just that has just amped up considerably. But not only did it go from your side. It's now, now at your right hand. It's at your right hand. I, I mean, mean this, next to you, right that there. That pretty much sounds imminent, doesn't it? That's mm-hmm. about as close as it can get. But look what it says. But, but. But. That's a major shift in perspective and, and what you're hoping and actually expecting to happen. But it will not come near you. Thank you, Jesus. And I think one thing that's important is like when we go through this psalm and we talk about it, you know, we can read it and we can believe it, but then we need to make it personal. Mm -hmm. You know, in other words, we can take these different promises and we can say, okay, a thousand may fall at my side, 10,000 may fall at my right hand, but it won't come near me. That's right. I I think it's important too with the person, you know, making it personal we allow, again, like you said, we got to know the one who's given the promise. Mm-hmm. You know, I can't claim a promise of someone else's inheritance. Mm-hmm. I can't just walk up to Donald Trump and <laughs> claim Eric or whatever is, I think that's his son's name. I can't just claim his inheritance mm-hmm. or say, well, you promised. <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah, he promised Eric. He didn't promise me. Yeah. So even when we're understanding these things, why is it important that we know the Holy Spirit? Why is it important that we obey and dwell with the Lord? Why is it important that we dwell in the house of the Lord? We're under His shadow. Why? Because we got, we need to know the one who gives these promises. So then when we read these promises, they have ground upon which to stand. You know, it's not just some claiming, you know, I'm just going to claim in the sky, but you don't know the Lord? Have you spent time with the Lord? Has He spent time with you? Mm-hmm. You know, those dynamics are just as important in this, you know, that a thousand fall at your side, mm-hmm. ten thousand at your right hand, but it will not come near you. You know the one who knows the Lord. Amen. Well, I love this because today um, we actually had gone into town um, for something, and and there was a, a church um, in town that had a, a billboard, <laughs> and we got a good chuckle out of it. And I think it, it kind of alludes here, it, and it'll make you laugh because this is what we're saying is. You know, um, it said, can you be... Can God claim you as a dependent? Yeah, can God claim you as a dependent? It's tax season, you know. It's tax season. <laughs> but but, but not, can he? I mean, are you really a child of his? Mm-hmm. Are you really under and in that place of relationship? You know, because that, an inheritance comes when there is a relationship. Amen. Let me give you a little passage here in Romans chapter 8 and just kind of tie some of these thoughts together. Romans eight fourteen says, For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, these are the sons of God. And, of course, that's sons, daughters. It's We're the children of God. For you did not receive the spirit of a bondage to fear, but you received a spirit of adoption by whom we cry out, Abba, Father. That's an endearing term to God, Abba, Father. The Spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we're children of God. And if children, then heirs, heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ. If indeed with him we suffer that we may also be glorified together. So there you go. We we have the Spirit of God in us. We cry out, Abba, 
father. And I love what you brought out about the heir, you know, talking about, you know, Eric and, and Donald Trump. We get to cry out through our relationship with Jesus, hey, I'm a joint heir yeah. with Jesus Christ. So I may not know Eric, but I know Jesus. That's exactly right. <laughs> so that I have the, the inheritance that we have through the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. It's an incredible, incredible inheritance. It's the same Spirit that raised Christ from the dead, that supernatural mm-hmm. resurrection power. You know, I I think of, I was trying to think of who I heard say it first. There's somebody I heard say this, and they pointed this out. They said, you know, of all the things that we've received, the most amazing miracle that we often overlook is the fact that we're born again. Yeah. The fact that that even happened. <laughs> that you have been created as a new creation, a new heart. Mm-hmm. You've been regenerated. Yeah. You've got the blood of Jesus covering you. You have the Holy Spirit who now dwells within you as a gift. That's a miracle. Yeah. Because if anybody in the Old Testament, anybody, <laughs> just were to, were to have that, you know, Hebrews talks about all those that desired pushing forward with faith and expectation. Mm-hmm. They didn't get to taste that inheritance. But we in the last days have that been has have had that goodness <laughs> been given to us that's been given to us and we've received that mm-hmm. that what you were talking about in Romans yeah. 8 by the spirit by which we cry abba father what a gift and inheritance we've already received mm-hmm. and if he's given us that he's given us this yeah then how much more will he protect us how much more will he be our shield he be our buckler yeah. how much more will he go before us and prepare away for us and and let's just take because you you mentioned it let's just take just a minute and let's talk about a shield and a buckler okay what what does that actually mean well there's a little difference between the two the shield was more of a full you know length almost the size of the man it was big enough to like stake it in the ground and like it's like a portable wall you could like set it up and you could get your whole body like behind the spartans the sh- like the spartans <laughs> so i mean this is going to ward off like long range you know uh, arrows javelins things that are you know cannonballs i don't know what whatever but dan what's the buckler all about well the buckler is a smaller shield mm-hmm. it is it is about the size of your hand. It's mm-hmm. just a little bit bigger. But what it's used for is for hand-to-hand combat and deflecting attacks, yeah. which requires precision. <laughs> but when executed, it makes you basically invincible because yeah. no attack can hit you. And on top of that, it opens up opportunities to counterattack and to get in a hit yourself. Amen. And so when we see the Lord fighting for us, That's and cool. he's given us these, this weaponry where we're safe from any long-range attacks, you know, where the enemy's, you know, calculated something for generations and generations. He's going to try to pick you off. Nope. And you say, nope, I'm going to put up my Shield. shields up, you know, <laughs> kind of like on Star Trek, shields yeah. up, you know, but then if he does get in close and, and he's coming on, you got that buckler and you can you can literally, in a hand-to-hand combat situation, you can still defend yourself. Can and deflect. Like, and like Dan said, you can get in a counterattack. Well, and I love how both of those go really hand-to-hand because it, even what we just talked about, a thousand may fall. Mm-hmm. That so so that 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 shield yep. is is your side. A, is a little bit out there, mm-hmm. you know those those are not, but at the right hand at your right hand yeah, got your buckler that means your buckler's being used mm-hmm. it's it's moving it's shaking yeah and but it shall not come 
nigh thee. Amen. It shall not come nigh me. Amen. You know, and um, I just really feel that in this last few minutes as we're we're wrapping up here, you know, some some may feel like you're you're out there, and some may feel like you're under the greatest attack um, that you've ever been under or, or in. And I just want to encourage you. We just want to encourage you today to know that he is your shield and mm-hmm. he is your buckler. And it's it's he is fighting for you. Amen. He is wanting to um, have you position yourself in his shelter. That's and right. so um, be encouraged today. Know that he's with you. He's for you. And he will guard you. Amen. Amen. So thank you guys so much for listening to this conversation. Thank you so much for tuning in. We appreciate yeah. every single one of you. And he is your shield and your buckle, buckler. Buckler? Your buckler. He's got you. He's for you. He's not against you. And if you got anything you want to talk to us about on the podcast, any questions, anything you want to get in touch with us, always make sure to check the description. Um, there's all the links that you'll need down there. And Thank you, thank you, thank you. We'll see you guys next time on Family Mission.